0: Welcome to Speak with Ibukun. This is a podcast where my guests can share their stories and delve into how they came through their journey in life, who and what they encountered along the way and where they are now. I will be starting off with a series called Decades, where my guests will talk through every decade they have lived And the one they're living in now. I have today a very special guest, and he is going to talk through his decades. So, welcome. I always offer my guests the opportunity to remain anonymous if they want to. Would you want to remain anonymous? And if so, what would you want us to call you?
1: Yeah, good morning. Thank you for inviting me to this forum. Yeah, I would like to remain anonymous, and I would like to be called Baba, Baba.
0: Okay. because
1: that's what they call me in the extended family, oh. and of course in the nuclear family.
0: <laughs> okay, so Baba, could you give us a, um, a brief uh, description of who you are, um, you could share your age, so we understand how many decades we're going to go through with you and who is in your immediate family and just generally what do you do where do you come from
1: ah, yes uh, i was born into a family of nine children by the same mother and uh, our, uh, our pastor was of course the patriarch of the family as a breadwinner so i start uh, i started my first decade in the midst of uh, one brother and uh, about, if I remember very well, about five sisters.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Out of these five sisters, two of them were twins, so that's why I had so many.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So All right. So today, how old are you?
1: Ah, well, I'm just about 69 years old. Okay. So uh, more or less, this is my seventh Decade, if I can very well, yeah.
0: Yeah. And what do you do?
1: I'm I'm in the healthcare sector as a pharmacist. And, uh, you know, I've I've practiced in many areas of pharmacy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been an hospital pharmacist. And I've been, uh, you know, right now I'm a retail pharmacist. Okay. So that's the way I put it, yeah.
0: Okay. So we'll start with the decades. Um, what do you, What's your earliest memory?
1: My earliest memory was that uh, we didn't have uh, a lot of money in the family. So we were living day to day, but it was a very happy childhood. Mm. And uh, you can imagine in our, in the house where we lived in Lagos, There was no tap water inside the house, so we have to go to a water depot.
0: So this is Lagos, Nigeria? Yeah,
1: Lagos, Nigeria, not Lagos in Cuba.
0: Or Portugal.
1: Oh, in Portugal.
0: I think that's Lagos. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. We used to carry uh, small buckets to go and fetch water. But uh, you just don't fetch the water for free, you have to pay. And that was the time we were under the British colony. So we were spending farthings and pence, money at a very great value. So uh, we can buy water for the all hours for two farthings at that time. Wow! <laughs> so uh, that that was a, that's that's one of my earliest uh, remembrances. Mm. Uh, apart from that, I can't uh, tell you you know so much about uh, my. Foundation years, you know, before I started my primary school mm. education. Mm. So, but it was in the first decade that I started primary education. Mm. We moved to ibadu from Lagos mm. because my father got a job in Ibado. Mm. So I was attending a mission school in Ibado. An Ang- Anglican mission school.
0: Do you remember the name? The
1: name is St. Paul's, St. Paul's School, to ibadu mm. And uh, we had uh, quite uh, strict teachers there, uh, but very good education. And when my father was transferred to a district, Bangbola. Mm. Uh, It's a big village. Uh, No tap water. We were drawing water from the well.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: That's where I did another bit of my primary school. Then I came back to Ibadan mm-hmm. with uh, one of my uncles and finished my primary school education at Ibadan, where I started from.
0: So what caused you to go back to Ibadan with your uncle?
1: Uh, there is uh, a tradition whereby if, uh, if, there are, if you have the good chance of going as we are to be trained, By one of the family, a senior family member, Mm. your parents will voluntarily allow you to go with that uh, family member, a trusted family member, Mm. because uh, they believe that it will give you much more discipline than they have done in your latter years of your first decade Mm. before you enter into secondary school.
0: Okay, and around what age did you get into secondary school in, in, in those times?
1: I started my secondary school education at age 11.
0: Okay, so yeah, so just after your first decade? Just after my first decade.
1: Okay. Spent the last year of my first decade with Mm. my uncle. Mm. Then I went into secondary school. And of course, at that time, boarding schools were much more popular if you want to go to a secondary school. Mm. So I was in the boarding house as early as age 11. Wow. So, uh, you know, I had colleagues who are the same age group. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was, uh, I started my secondary school in a place called, uh, in a college. Uh, they call it Wolusi College in Jibu-ibu.
0: Yeah, you remember that yeah. well. Uh, Could we go back to you moving to Badon with your uncle? Do you remember how that felt? Oh, I was
1: excited.
0: Oh, you yeah, are ready to, yeah, ready to leave home. I
1: ready to leave home and uh, see what's going on, particularly. Mm. But it's a bigger place, mm. uh, and uh, my uncle was a teacher, ah. so I know that he will give me good guidance. Mm. Uh, you know, to prepare me for the secondary school. Yes, and I was tired of the village mm. village life. You know, I was tired of that because it was limited. Mm. So, uh, but uh, coming back to uh, in Metropolis, like Ibadour. It was really exciting.
0: Okay, so could you describe your memories of that decade in the village? What, what do you remember about the village? What was it about the village that was boring? Okay, if 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 there were any.
1: Well, respect. not not really boring, but mm-hmm. the village life was rev- uh, revolved around the church and the school mm. because the church owned the school. I see. Yeah. <laughs> So anything you do in the school that is not really so good for a child, let's say uh, you committed an offense yes. in the school, mm. uh, the church will know about it and we will the choir. So we had to answer to the headmaster and the pastor of the church at the same time. Wow. Because it happened that the pastor is the proprietor of the school. Oh dear. So that's uh, owned by liquor uh relationship really affected how we behaved mm. you know its trend is or somehow
0: mm.
1: so that you got to be at the best of your behavior and uh the, in the school we were really well trained mm-hmm. uh to you know to know the uh, academically and in social matters yeah. uh for instance we regarded every senior male like a father in the in the village, mm. so they can easily correct you wherever you are, even when your own uh, when your own parents are not there. So it
0: was really, it was really it takes a village to raise a child situation. Uh, exactly. that, that's it. Yeah. Okay.
1: So everybody knew you. Mm-hmm. So uh, we we don't allow the elders to say I will report it to your parents before we behave ourselves. Mm. So that was a very good caution for us as we grew up socially. Mm. And uh, of course, we had an LD competition in the school. Mm-hmm. So we come first in, the, you know, in our exams and all the rest. Mm. So I had very good LD competition, mm-hmm. uh, trying to beat everybody. I succeeded in some subjects, yeah. but in others, I didn't come top.
0: I hope you're enjoying this episode. Follow us on Instagram at speakpodcast. And you will find each episode guest has an interesting fact or picture to share with you. Let's get back to the interview. What sort of child were you? Were you a a naughty child or were you a creative child? What what sort of child were you?
1: Um, It's difficult to categorize in in a particular class. I would say an hybrid of all. Okay. Because of the basic discipline. And the fear of God instilled in us at that time, mm. uh, you got to be a well-behaved child. You can have your one or two rascalities, mm-hmm. uh, but we were much more obedient to our parents, to our teachers, and to those who are elderly, uh, within and without the family. Mm. So, well, that, that, that
0: was that. Do you remember any incidents from from between the ages of zero and ten where you got into real trouble? Oh, yeah. Could <laughs> you uh, share one?
1: Well, Like every child, uh, there yeah. would be a moment in time when you get into tr- real trouble. Mm. And that real trouble came... Uh, I can't remember exactly what I did wrongly in the school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the headmaster, I was reported to the headmaster who gave me six strokes of the cane. I was lashed Mm. by the headmaster. And uh, by the time I got on, my father heard about it. So uh, he asked me what I did so that I can confirm my offense, why I was uh, lashed at school, why I was given the six strokes of cane. Mm. And uh, after questioning me, the last question he asked me was, how many... Strokes of the cane that your headmaster gave you. I told him the truth. I said it was six strokes of the cane, mm. and then he called one of my uh, siblings, get me my own cane too, and he gave me another six strokes of the cane. Oh dear! So that was to seal up the discipline that never you do that again, because it's like bringing a bad name to the family.
0: Mm. 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 And, and did, you, did you learn that lesson, do oh,
1: you think? Yeah, yeah. Instant, <laughs> instantly. Instantly. Yeah. You've got to learn that type of lesson. Mm. And uh, watch out uh, who, you, who you are friendly with in the school, which company you cultivate. Mm. So anything that will land you in trouble, you try to run away from me because I'm aware that I get double punishment. Mm. So mm. that's the way it is.
0: How would you describe your relationship with your father in, in that time?
1: Um, it was, um, yeah, like uh, the usual father-son relationship, yeah. uh, with full respect for my father because uh, uh, he's a six-footer, and uh, as a child under ten, I, you know, I look up and see uh, the tall, lanky man who had authority in the village. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's well-respected in the village. And I really admire him as my father. Mm. Uh, I really admired him. Mm. So it was um, uh, the typical father-son relationship, like I said. Mm. And uh, whatever he says, you know, I believe what whatever direction he sends me. Mm. And uh, he was able to, you know, uh, how will I say it in modern times... Was able to inculcate his own uh, his own good habits mm. into me, mm. because uh, you know I never found any fault with him. Mm. Yeah, so he was able to show me the way, and uh, in some cases tell me the reason why this is done. Mm. So I was, uh, you know, close to him. Uh, mm. I will assume I was close to him, mm. and then uh, the other thing I can remember. Is that I used to sleep at the foot of his bed. It's like uh, I'm separated from the rest of my uh, siblings who are sleeping on the mat. Mm. But I can sleep side by side with my dad.
0: Mm.
1: I used to sleep, you know, at the foot, foot of it. Uh-huh. but on his bed, I used to sleep at the
0: foot. Why, why? Why did you used to do that?
1: That's what he told me I should do.
0: Oh, so do you think you were his favorite in that
1: sense? Yeah, I never thought about that at that mm, time, but mm. uh, looking back, maybe it's sort of uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know why he did that to me because mm. my senior brother never got that treatment,
0: mm. so
1: uh, yeah, but uh, when I get into the Second decade, yeah. I, I can tell you more, more about, yeah, that
0: about, yeah, about that relationship. Okay, yeah. and how was your relationship with your mother?
1: oh um, yeah, th- my relationship with my mother was also very good, mm. and uh, just the usual mother son relationship. Mm. Uh, there was no favoritism on, uh, from my own side to me,
0: mm.
1: but uh, I know she loved
0: me, mm.
1: and. Uh, she wants the best for me. Mm. Whatever I don't have the audacity to ask my father to do for me, I go to my mom,
0: mm. and I,
1: I invariably I get what uh, I asked to be done. Mm. So she was like a, a good intermediary between my father and myself.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. And your relationship with your siblings?
1: Yeah uh, you know, I used to uh, rough and tumble with him a lot. Yes. And uh, whenever I think is uh, going, you know, trespassing into my own, you know, into my own uh, circle, mm. uh, I, I don't take it uh, lying. I don't take it uh, lying low. I really challenge him. Mm. And uh, of course, in my second decade, uh, my father gave him permission to teach me a lesson. Oh dear, we I, I will talking about that <laughs> That's later. later. Yeah. yeah. My senior sister, the very first born, mm. I was very close to that one. I used to work with her in the kitchen. So she taught me a lot of cooking, even in my first decade. Wow. So, uh, you know, she sends me on errands mm. and she shows me how to cook. She showed me how to cook and so many other stuff, mm. while others are just uh, running all over the place and with her. And mm. she loves that very much.
0: Mm. So,
1: we had that relationship, you know, a, co- a close, a close relationship. relationship throughout our lifetime.
0: Wow. Yeah. Which one of your siblings were you closest to in retrospect?
1: Well, in, retro- in retrospect, I would say that senior sister. Mm.
0: Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Oh. All right. So, um thank you for sharing that first decade with us. Um, I ask this question of everyone, looking at certain events in that decade, is there a different view you now have, now that you're older?
1: Uh, Given the limitation of privileges, Mm. you know, in all ways, uh, whether uh, physical, emotional, financial, whatever consideration you have. Mm. I think, uh, you know, uh, things couldn't have been better Mm. at that time. The only thing that I really didn't, uh, that I wish I knew at that time is the spiritual aspect Mm. that is, being a born again Christian. Mm. I never knew that at that time. Uh, You know, we. We were doing whatever our parents asked us to do, mm. sharing the housework together and uh, whatever other responsibilities uh, they share amongst us and the people, you know, other people living with us because it, was, it wasn't only my nuclear family living in the house under okay. my father's guardianship, our parents' uh, parental guardianship. We had other people that were brought in mm. that uh, they wanted my father to raise. Mm. Uh, for them, particularly members of the church. So, yeah, we were there together, but we shared everything. Even when we had an housemate, everybody had his own portion of work for the day. Mm. So, uh, and we shared the same food together. Mm. Whatever is presented at the table, we share it uh, equally. Uh, when I say equally, not according, not uh, by portion, Okay. but we have to share it Mm-hmm. and uh, we take okay. the firstborn we take whatever he or she thinks is the best and uh, the, uh, the very last person to take may feel cheated <laughs> but there is a way of compensating for that child mm-hmm. because uh, either mama or papa we give uh, something extra from their own portion to that child mm-hmm. or one, uh, one of us, the senior ones we give a little bit of our portion so everybody was happy in the
0: end. In some shape or form. Yeah. yeah. And, and in terms of ranking, where did you rank amongst the nine children? I, uh,
1: I, let me say I was number three. Okay. But in this, my seventh decade, I'm now number
0: one. I see. Because uh,
1: my older sister, elder sister, mm. elder brother, they've passed on.
0: Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So thank you, Baba, for, sh- for sharing um, with us your first decade. Um, to those listening we're going to wrap up the first 10 years with this message looking back on the past could actually draw out certain things that you become fond of but you weren't at that point in time hope to catch you on the next podcast thank you for listening all of us have a story to share you can contact us at info at thespeakpodcast.com or learn more about this podcast at www.thespeakpodcast.com I hope to welcome you on the next episode.